Welcome to the audio ministry of Love Foundation Christian Center, a place to find God's love. Pastors Osage and Bridget Airboard teach the word with simplicity and truth. From wherever you're listening, we hope that today's message inspires and encourages you. Enjoy the message. All right, Habakkuk chapter number two, starting from verse one. This is our healing and holy good service. I'm talking about faith for miracles. Faith for miracles. How many of you could do with a miracle? There are different kinds of miracles, right? Some need miracles in their health. Some need miracles in their finances. Some need miracles in their children. Some need miracles for their ministry. Uh, Miracles are not something that necessarily happens every day, uh, but it's sometimes required if we are going to do what God wants us to do. Uh, Habakkuk chapter number two. So I'm talking, I'm going to spend more time talking about faith. Because faith is the ingredient that is needed for the supernatural, for miracles. Uh, I said, I mentioned here a couple of times that God said to me this year, study faith again. So I've been studying faith myself, and I'm going to some of the fundamentals. And so I'm going to be introducing it like people who have never heard faith before. So even if you have heard it ten times, be humble and act like you have not. Because you probably have not heard it like you should. The Bible says anyone who thinks he knows does not know as he ought to know. So somebody who is acting like they know, uh, that's pride. Uh, They look like, I don't know, I I already read that. In short, uh, the Holy Ghost revealed that to me two days ago. Watch out for those kind of statements. Listen, praise God. A wise man learns more from a foolish man than a foolish man learns from a wise man. So the wise man knows and looks at the guy and says, this is what not to do. But the foolish doesn't even learn from the wise because he thinks, what do I have to learn? The Bible says uh, the proud many times is just all he's about is airing his own views. So it's important that you humble yourself and receive the word of God. Some of the things we have heard are fundamentals. Uh, that I'm going to be sharing their fundamentals. We've heard them sometimes before, maybe even three, four, five times. But this is also some of the areas where people make mistakes. Because faith is not really hard. The word of God is not hard. The Bible says that God made it by faith so that it can be by grace, so that the promise will be sure. And if people are missing it, sometimes because it is so simple, people miss it. So we have to go back to the simple principles of faith. Habakkuk chapter number two. Father, we thank you for revelation knowledge as we study your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse one, it says, I I will stand upon my watch and I will set myself upon the tower. Tell somebody, I will stand upon my watch. What does it mean to stand upon your watch? Pay attention. You have to pay attention. You can't come to church and be distracted. You have to pay attention. You have to stand upon your watch. You have to set yourself. Nobody's going to do this for you. Praise God. He said, I will stand upon my watch and I will set myself upon the tower. And we watch to see what he will say to me. So when he's speaking, you are saying, to watch to see what he will say to me. And what I shall answer when I'm reproved. Reproved also means to correct when you, are, when you are told what to do, what to change. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision down, make it plain on tablets, 
that he may run that readeth it. Praise God. On Friday, the Holy Ghost, uh, uh, two weeks ago, said we need to write down 10 things we are expecting for 2021. And then last Friday, it says, uh, find scriptures that promise you those things. Amen. Amen. So write the vision down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. If you have no dream car, how many cars, what kind of cars are you going to get? No dream car. You won't get a dream car. So write a dream car down if it's part of the things you are expecting. And like I said, it shouldn't just be material things. It can be spiritual things as well. In short, those things are more important. But even though the spiritual is more important, you need to add the other things too. The Bible says it gives us all things that we need for life and godliness. Amen. All right. It said, for the vision is for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come to pass, it will not tarry. And this is one of the areas people have challenges with uh, when they speak the word and doesn't seem to come, uh, come to pass overnight. Some give up their faith. It said the vision is for an appointed time, which means that it will happen. What the word of God says will happen. It said even if it looks like it's starring or it doesn't look like it's happening, it said wait for it or wait on it. It will not tarry. It looks like it's starry. It will not tarry. Praise God. It will surely come to pass. It said, behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright. So it says one of the problems we have here is pride. It says not upright in him. It said, but the just shall live by faith. Somebody say, hallelujah. The just. No, go back. That's where we are stopping in this particular place. The just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. Tell somebody, I live by my faith. Say it again. I live, I live by, my faith. by my faith. The just, which is the righteous, shall live by faith. You don't have to reply, respond to that. Uh, let's go to Romans chapter number one. I'm going to show you. These are the four places where the Bible writes, the just shall live by faith. I'm talking about uh, faith for miracles. You want to be healed. What you need to use is your faith. Praise God. You want financial breakthrough. What you need to use is what? Your faith. You want a good marriage. What do you need? Your faith. And we say, I have faith. I have faith. It's just not working. No, faith always works. If you have the right kind of faith, it always works. It cannot fail. Faith cannot fail. So many times what people call faith is not what the Bible refers to as faith. And so because of that, they are not getting the results that the Bible says that we ought to get. So one of the things you want to examine if you look like you are not getting the results is are you operating by the Bible faith? Paul said to Tim Timothy, he said, there is, there is an unfeigned faith that is in you, which means that there are fake faiths and there are real faiths. There is a fake faith that is not based on God's word. And then there's a the real faith that is based on the word of God. So we have to make sure that we are in the faith of God's word. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. How did anybody in the scripture get healed? By faith. Faith was the underlying principle. If you want to get finances in the kingdom of God, how do you get it? By faith. Faith, the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. So faith is not something that we just bring out at certain times. Faith is the underlying principle that guides the heart of a believer. That's why we are called believers, because we live by faith. I've said here many times, people have asked me, especially when I'm flying, when you have to sit for somebody in a small tube for two or three hours, uh, sometimes you have to talk to them. Praise God. 
especially if you believe God like me, to get people saved. If they sit near me for 30 minutes or one hour, then there's an opportunity to share with them. And some ask me, what do you do for a living? What's the best answer to that? I said, I'm a believer. I believe for a living. He said, what's that? I said, oh, I live by faith. I live by faith. Because not my job, that's my sustainer. The Bible said, the just shall live by faith. Of course, sometimes they don't understand it because they think when you say, what do you, what's your profession? What do you do for a living? They want you to talk about the job that you have. They say, oh, what's your profession? I say, I'm a professional believer. Praise God. And it opens, always opens the door for more discussions about, about, about Christ. Praise God. Of course, some people are put off by those kind of stuff, so you have to be led by the Holy Ghost. All right. Uh, Romans chapter number 1, we're reading 16 and 17. The Bible says that I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. I repeat, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. The word salvation there is healing, is deliverance, is prosperity. So how do you get people saved and healed? By the gospel, the gospel. And some people want pastors to be magicians. Take a wand, you know, uh, pour oil on water and let the oil float, praise God, and do some gimmicks so that I can be healed. But the truth is that the Bible said the power is in the gospel. The power is in the word of God. And I'm, this is one of the things I want us to, be, to receive today about faith and the word of God. That the power comes by hearing the word of God. The real solution comes from the word of God. Faith doesn't come any other way. And if you are going to be healed, if you are going to be delivered, if you are going to be saved, if you are going to live a long life without fear, without oppression, without sickness, without disease, without death, then you are going to have to pay attention to God's word. I heard Habakkuk said, I will set myself on the tower and I, will, and I will set myself on my watch and I will watch to see what he will say to me. I will, the place it starts is your attitude towards the word of God. That's where faith... Listen, if somebody's life is broken, the first place concerning it is his attention to God's word. Verse 16 again, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jews first, and then to the Gentiles, or to the Greeks. Uh, verse 17, For daring is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So it's the gospel, the word of God, that is the power. The power is in the word. And if you pay attention, it will build you from faith to faith, and then the just will live. Once you are righteous, the only way you live is by faith. Oh, go, on, go to Galatians chapter number 3, from verse 5. Galatians chapter number 3. These are the four places the Bible mentions the just shall live by faith. Are you the just? Yes. What does it mean to be the just? The righteous. If you are born again, you are the just. You are the righteous. And the Bible says you have to live by faith. No other way. Verse 5. He therefore that ministereth to you the Spirit and walketh miracles among you. 
doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? What's the answer to that? <clears throat> so how do you work miracles? Say it again. How do you work miracles? One more time. How do you work miracles? So if you want to work miracles, what do you need to do? You have to have to teach the word of God so that the people can have faith so that they can receive miracles. And you who want to manifest or minister miracles, you have to do it by the hearing of faith. By the hearing of faith. You know, many times people say, think that Jesus Christ was just going around healing everybody. It doesn't matter whether they believed or not. Hey, I'm Jesus. You come here, come here. You are late. Get up. Start walking. And the guy will start running. And now I come and say, I don't want to come to you. You say, you must come. I'm Jesus. You will be healed today. That's not what happened. The Bible said they came to hear and to be healed. You find that in Luke chapter number 5 and chapter number 6. They came to hear Jesus. Many times Jesus preached long messages. More than Kenneth Copeland. You say, why? Kenneth Copeland's average message is three hours. So he preached longer messages. He preached from night to morning. He didn't just start distributing miracles. The people came to hear him first. And when they heard him, they began to receive faith. And then miracles began to happen. Today we have what you may call a fast food church. The average time for some services is one hour. And there's not even enough time to hear a good chapter being read. And we wonder why there are no miracles in the church. They spend... 30 minutes in church, one hour in church, and they go and spend four hours with the doctor's office. And we say, well, it doesn't work. This fake thing doesn't work. The doctor tells you, take this medication three times a day, three times every, every, every three months, and they are faithful to it. But they are not faithful to the word of God. And they wonder, it look like the word doesn't work. Kenneth Hagin used to tell his members, he said, if you give me as much attention as you give your doctor, I will guarantee you get healed every time. Every time. Because the word works more than injections. But the attitude is that, well, this doesn't really work. This is just like, you know, it's like, you know. Uh, slot machine, it works sometimes, doesn't work. But the one that really works, if you're really sick, you need to go to the doctor. I don't have anything against doctors. Doctors are there to help. But that's not where the righteous ought to live by. Say amen. amen. You know, I'm not looking at your faces this year. Amen. All right, we're saying the word of God. Even as Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Not everybody, those who are of faith. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, pre preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, Indeed shall all the nations be blessed. So then they which are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Who are those that are blessed? Those Say it louder. Those who are? What about the person is not of faith? What happens? They, they won't be blessed. They wouldn't enjoy the blessing. What are the blessings? The blessing of the Lord, what? Make it rich and adds what? No sorrow. Is sickness sorrow? Of course. Some people get wealth and they are eating off with ulcers 
They can't even eat what their money can buy. That's not the kind type of prosperity God is talking about. Right? I said, right? right. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord make it rich as no sorrow. Amen. Some people get to work and, and lose their family. Some people think these people in Hollywood are, are rich. Find that most of them, they are in their fourth, fifth, sixth marriages. Because their job, can, it comes against the principles of marriage. Many of them. So that's not the kind of world. If you have to take off your clothes to get rich, that's not the godly kind of world. I, I said, that's not the godly kind of world. So it's not just wealth, money, that's, that's the Bible is talking about. So they are, they are unrighteous worlds. If you have to lie, cheat, it's not, that's not godly kind of wealth. If you have success, you can't go home because the police has your address. That's not a godly kind of wealth. If you have to kill, many of these drug pushers, they kill people. I'm not just talking about killing them with, with guns. Yeah, many do. They kill them with drugs. If, you're, if, if your job is to kill people to make money, you're a witch. <laughs> you, you know, I'm not just talking out of... <laughs> Listen, the word, the, word, the word sorcery, if you look at it, is the word pharmacia. It actually means the same thing. A drug pusher is a witch. Is a sorcerer. Is controlling people with drugs and kills them with drugs. That's exactly the same thing witches in third world countries do. They are witches. So the, the witches in your neighborhood that push drugs, you need to cast them out. So if people make money out of drug pushing, that's not God kind of success. I mean, if people say we are preaching to the church, yeah, I had members in this church who left church on Sunday morning, the next month we had they are in jail for pushing drugs. In this church. So don't, hallelujah. Say, <laughs> so well, you are preaching to the choir. There are people who are desperate. Who want to get money by all means. Lose their life in it. Lose, lost their marriage. Lost their family. Just because they're trying to get rich. And there's a right way to get rich. There's a right way to get rich. Everything they were trying to get, you can receive it by faith. By aligning yourself properly with the word of God. You don't have to do those kind of stuff. You don't have to lie at work. You don't have to falsify numbers. Right? Not even in your taxes. Does God see you when you are lying in your taxes? He said, nobody see me. You are seeing yourself. And that's even sometimes more serious. Because the time you want to release your faith, your heart will condemn you. Say, you liar. How can you go to release your faith? You say, but God doesn't care. God is God of grace. Your mind will say, you liar. A liar. And then your, your, your boldness will be compromised. All right. The Bible says, verse 10, For as many as have the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Now, I spent a little time on this on Wednesday. Uh, if you are trying to operate under the law, the Bible says you're under a curse. That means that 
if all you know are principles of the law to succeed, you are under a curse. The law was not bad. The law was just natural principles. The world is under a curse. And that's why Jesus came to redeem us from the curse, that we may operate in the blessing of Abraham. Somebody say, hallelujah. hallelujah. Does that mean you don't use some of these principles? We already did explain that if you're walking by grace, you actually fulfill the requirements of the law. So the law itself is not wrong. But if your faith is on the law, then you are under a curse. So the problem is not just using the principle, but if you depend on the principle, instead of depending on God, you are not walking by faith. And the Bible says that means the person is under a law. And it is very serious because many times some people can start out as Christians, studying the word of God, believing God, but why look like it's not working? They say, oh, this thing, you have to get the principles, the principles. And they make the principles more important than the principal, the principal person. And they come from the blessing into a cause. So, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident for the just shall live by faith. Somebody say hallelujah. Hebrews chapter number 10, 35. Quickly, quickly, we have a number of scriptures we want to look at. And I believe the Holy Ghost will help us to finish it on time. Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter number 10 from verse 35. Write these things down. Go look at it again. Because faith comes by what? By hearing. And what? So you have to hear it at least how many times? By hearing and hearing. You have to listen to it at least twice. At least twice. Because if you just say faith comes by hearing the word of God, you know you just hear it once. See, if it comes by hearing and hearing, it's to tell you something. That's why I like King James. He said, cast not away therefore your confidence, which had great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and it shall come, and he, and he that shall come will come and not tarry. Now the just shall what? Live by faith. And if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Continue, continue to the last verse. For we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. What's perdition? Something bad, something not good. Praise God. Destruction. The Bible says if you draw back from faith, what happens? You get into perdition. So I'm not only just talking about people who don't know. There are some people who don't know what faith is. We're going to try to get into the fundamentals for them so that they can start up with the rest of us. But there are some also who have started out in faith, but they are drawing back now. They are like, I don't think it works. This is going to church every week. I need to take some time off and really focus on my business. This tightening issue, so I'm not so sure about it. I need to pay my bill first. If you draw back, the Bible says what happens? You fall into perdition. You fall into perdition. You have to watch it. Hallelujah! But we are not of those who draw back. <laughs> I'm looking so serious at me now. I got your attention at least. I know one of the things God said I need to change this, this year is correction. I only have to bring some more corrections. The Father corrects those whom he loves. So as my love is growing, my correction is stronger. <laughs> but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe 
to the saving of the soul. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Go to um, Jeremiah 17. I'm just going to give you the word of God. Just, you, can, you can understand. You have the Holy Ghost from verse 5. So it's important that the just lives by faith. So I'm talking about faith for miracles. Again, if you're sick and you're watching this, you're going to receive your healing today. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nothing evil hard for the Lord. There is no name that is compared to the name of Jesus. Is it cancer? Is it tuberculosis? Is it uh, glaucoma? Is it multiple sclerosis? Those names are nothing to God's word. The, at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. In short, the Bible says Jesus has already conquered Satan and all of these disease, diseases and sickness has been paid for. All that is left is for us to receive it by faith. And that's why faith is so important. If you believe, all things are possible. Again, too many people are waiting for God. Oh God, please, God, God, now God, no God, you can do it now, God, you can do it. I know they actually believe God can. But let me tell you, people who believe God can still die sick. Because that's not the faith that allows you to receive. Believe God can does not mean you will be healed. Faith requires that you believe that he has and that you are now responsible for receiving it. If you put the responsibility on God, you, will, you could die. You could. don't want to prophesy on anyone. You could suffer that sickness and die sick. It's not on God. The responsibility to be healed is a responsibility of faith. That's why the Bible says the just shall live by faith. You have the ability from God's word to do it. Thus said the Lord, cursed be the man that trusted in man and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart depart from the Lord. So the concern here is that a person's heart is departing from the Lord. He's not so focused as to what God can do. He's now beginning to depend on human ideas, man, man's inventions, CDC, WHO. There are many letters today people depend on. But the just shall what? Live by faith. If your heart begins to depend from the word of God, depart from the word of God, and begin to depend on human ideas, what happens? Bible says it's what? Cost. You become cursed. And cost is not a good thing. It means that things are going to begin to work against good. Things are going to begin to fall out of place. And people don't know, and that's why we keep saying, watch what you are listening to. If you listen to the wrong things, you will lose your faith. You will depart. Your heart will begin to shift. Fear will come. Because that's the way it is. The words are so powerful that if you hear the wrong things, it will derive your faith. It will, it will cause your faith to begin to shake. Again, let's continue. Thus said the Lord, cause be the man that trusted in man, make flesh his armor, whose heart departed from the Lord. Continue. For he shall be like the heat in the desert. You know, I had to check all of these words. I don't have time to, but you go check them. Look for the Greek and Hebrew word, meaning dictionary, and check this word. The heat in the desert. The heat is a dried plant. Fruitful, looks like deserted. 
in the desert and shall not see when good comes. You know, some people think that good just doesn't come. People say, I don't know why God has not healed me. Some people cannot see when their healing comes. So even though healing has come, they can't see it. And so even though they are healed, they are operating in sickness and disease because they can't see their healing. Why? Because they are operating under a cause because their heart is departing from the Lord and they are depending on natural laws. He said, they shall, he said, they shall be like the heat that in the desert and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit, inhabit the past places in the wilderness. When I read this, I'm like, staying in the wilderness is bad enough. <laughs> but the Bible says they will stay in the past. The word past, if you look at the other one, it means burnt up. Burnt up place in the desert. So the desert is dry, but that's not where they will live. They will live in the burnt places in the desert because their heart is departing from the Lord. He said, I shall not see when good commandments shall inhabit the past places in the wilderness in a salt land not inhabited. Continue. He said, But blessed is the man. I thought you were going to say, amen. Yes. If you are blessed, you rejoice. He's talking about you here right now, right? Blessed is the man that what? Trusted in the Lord. And to trust again is faith. He said, and whose hope the Lord is. Your expectation is from God. That's what the psalmist said. My expectation is of God. I'm not, my, my, what I'm expecting is not dependent on the economy. It's not dependent on the political party ruling. My expectation is based on God. He said, for he shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water. Somebody say Hallelujah. And that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh. You see, so, some don't see when good come and some does, they don't see when heat comes. That means that pandemic will come but they don't see it. That means the whole world can go through a crisis and they don't even know about it because they are not watching CNN. Praise God. They don't even know about it. I'm not afraid to talk about CNN. I know we already cost them. They are going out of business. Amen. They are going out of business. Amen. They are perpetrators of evil news. They are going out of business. They are the least uh, uh, watched channel right now out of all the major channels. They are the least watched. Their CEO has already determined to resign. Go and find out. Since after the course, things have been happening. I was, I was just playing. They are going out of business. <laughs> evil, it's an evil channel. Let them sue me. I'm stronger than they are. Buy them out. You don't have no power. Huh? Have fear, have no fear. Praise God. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. Listen, the church has to arrive. Bible said, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the hill. We are going to have to deal with unrighteousness in the land. We can't just be quiet and let unrighteous stay. We are going to have to deal with them and cause and 
We don't just curse them out. We curse them out. We call them to leave. Dry up from the root. Go back to the scripture. Hallelujah. I said, blessed is the man whose faith is in the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Continue. He said, for he shall be as a tree planted by the rivers of water and spreaded out the roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but his leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Somebody say hallelujah. So when the whole world is going to drought, the tree is not doesn't it's not concerned. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. You know, when I used to read this, I just I just took it casually, but I began to look at it again this period as I'm studying, and I discovered that it's very significant. You know, the Bible says the one who does not trust in the Lord, who makes man his flesh, he says he shall be like the heat in the desert. The desert is a dry place. One thing that is missing in the desert is water. And because there is no water in the desert, there are no plants. In short, water is called the liquid of life. Most scientists right now, when they are looking for life in other planets, the first thing they are looking for what, is liquid water. Because they know if they can find liquid water, they can find life. Because the reason for life, what sustains life, is the water. It's what most animals are made about is this 78% of, of water. And that's why you need to drink some water. Somebody say, hallelujah. <laughs> right? You need to drink more water. Because it sustains, it cleanses, it, it helps for digestion. Most of the reactions that takes place in a living cell, it does so in the atmosphere where there's liquid water. So it's very important. And so the Bible is saying here that the one who, who, who trusts in the Lord is like one who is attached to water, who, who attached to the source of life. And because of that, he does not get affected by the circumstances because the source of life is right there where they are. But the one who doesn't trust in God, who departs from God, is like someone in the desert. No water, no, no liquid of life. And someone say, yes, yeah, so I'm going to plant my house near a river. Praise God. That's not what he's talking about. You discover as we go along, Turn to, to, to Isaiah 55. You discover from verse 1 that the water the Bible is talking about that sustains us is the water of God's word. The word of God is the water of life. The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So I'm talking about faith for healing. How do people get faith? Get healed by faith. Let's go to Isaiah 51. Say, ho, everyone that tasted, come ye to the water, and ye, and, and come to ye to the water, and he that had no money, come ye, buy, and eat. Ye, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. How are you going to buy without money and without price? What are you going to use to buy? I said, what are you going to use to buy? You know, there's a scripture that says man, money answered all things. It says, but wisdom answered all things. And the excellency of wisdom is that wisdom preserves the life of the one that has it. So your faith is more important than your money. 
I said your faith is more important than your money. That everything that money can buy, faith can receive. And there are many things that faith can receive that money cannot buy. So you are better getting faith than getting money. And you can even use your faith to get money. So faith is more precious than money. The Bible never talks about money being faith. If you look at the New Testament, it talks about your faith that is more precious than gold. Though being tried as true fire comes out purer. Second Peter says that, that for like most precious faith, your faith is, is valuable. The word precious means it's, it's valuable. It's, it's, it's curse. It's not common. So your faith is more important. And the Bible says that if you want to live life, you can buy things in life without money. You can get a good house by faith. <laughs> hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You know, many people who are rich, they don't go carrying notes around. Many times people who buy houses, they don't buy it with their money. Do you know that? So what did they used to buy? Wisdom. Wisdom. One of the houses I bought, the owner, one of the owner financed it. He's selling it to me and he's financing it. He's buying it. He's paying. He's making sure. I didn't come with any money. I just came with a smile. Yeah. <laughs> and a pen to sign. Hallelujah. And I said, Pastor, I want to buy another house. I don't have money. I don't have. You don't need money. Yeah. I said, you don't need money. Yeah. You need faith. I went to the closing. They said, put money. I said, I don't have money to put down. They said, well, how? what do you mean you don't have money? I said, no, I don't. I didn't have. I said, I'm ready. I can afford it, but I don't have money to put down. They said, you need at least eight, seventy to 80000 now for us to have this deal. I said, good, but I don't have it. We're looking at each other. I'm talking about the closing table. The time was going tick, tock, tick, tock. Then the guy who was selling, he said, I will give them the money. Praise God. Say, no interest. I will give them the money. Anytime they have the money, they'll pay me. I said, now we are talking. I, I did not bring no money. So people think that the reason why they are not buying is because they don't have money. The reason why they are not buying is because they have no faith. You don't need money to buy. When you are a believer, you don't need money to buy. You don't need money to buy. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. God will give you. Your faith will cause everything to come to pass. And will bring it together. It will even get your enemy to work for your good. When you have faith. He said, wherefore do they spend money for the things which are not bread, and you labor for that which is not satisfied, that satisfy not, hacking diligently unto me, and eat that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Continue, continue quickly. We have a normal scripture. Incline your ear. Tell somebody, incline your ear. Incline Say it again, incline your ear. Incline. What does it mean to incline your ear? In short, reposition your ear. Humble yourself, the Bible says, and receive with meekness the engrafted word. You have, to, you have to discipline yourself to hear God's word. 
You have to incline. Because if, you are, if your ear is the way it is right now, what scripture is it? You can't hear. So you have, to, you have to temper yourself to hear God's word. Tell yourself, sit up. Get your pen and write it down. This is more important than what you are learning in geography class. Some people play with God's word. Some even sleep in church. It's dangerous. The person who slept in church in the days of Paul died. Eutychus. Paul had to raise him up and continue to preach. It's just an example that if you are sleeping in church, you will die. Because you won't get the word. You won't get the word. How can you be sleeping in the time of the word? You say, but the message is too long. Go and check Jesus' messages. Longer. You need to pay attention. That's why people are broke. You don't listen like they should. I'm confident because it's the truth. The Bible says that faith comes by what? By hearing. And hear. And if the devil can stop you from hearing, then he has stopped your feet. You're going to go into the cause and walk by natural laws. He said, incline your ear and come unto me. Hear and your soul shall live. If you hear, your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Continue. Behold, I've given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. Continue faster. Behold, thou shalt call a nation. Wow, I wish we had more time to look at all these verses. They're amazing. Go read them on your own. You can read, right? If you can read, let me see your hand. You can read. You can read. You, okay, if you will read, let me see your hand. Read the scripture because there's one thing of can. Look at verse 5. He said, Behold. He said, This is people who are listening to the word of God. He said, Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not. And nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God. The believer has ability to command nations. Why? Because you heard God's word. You heard God's word. He said, nations will run to you. They don't even know you. He said, they will run to you because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified thee. Continue, next verse, very quickly. Go study this thing, they are important. He says, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Next verse. He said, let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Wow. You know, again, I just finished writing the book, Power of Asking. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. I've been working on that book for 18 years. Finally done. <laughs> Praise God. One of the things I explained about sin is that there are two types, iniquity and uh, transgressions. Transgression has to do with acts of sin, iniquity, the nature of sin. Here, he said, let the wicked man forsake his ways. The wicked man is the one who is transgressing, who is doing wrong things. He said, you have to stop your ways. But he said, the unrighteous man, righteousness is an inward thing. He said, the unrighteous man should forsake what? His thoughts. So, the righteousness of a man is from the inside, from the heart. That affects the way he thinks. The wicked man is just the one who does evil things or negative things. But the thoughts are even more serious than the acts. Because every action has to come from thinking. If you can change the way you think, 
your life will align to God's word. And that's why God is telling us this year, we're going to have to change our thinking. And one of the things I'm going to do when I say I'm going to bring correction, I may have to use some strong words just to bring some people's attention. Change. Listen, when a parent cans a child to correct, it is meant to hurt. Right? Say, oh, dad, you spanked me. It's hurting me. You say, that is the purpose. So correction is not always pleasant. You show the Bible says it's not pleasant. And people run from it because they don't like the unpleasantness of it. But the Bible says that he that if you are corrected by it, then you will grow. People who are not corrected, who do not experience the unpleasantness of correction, the Bible says they will be destroyed. They will live like bastards. So correction is good. Amen. It's painful, but it's good. Amen. All right, some people are saying amen. Yeah, they are being corrected, so it's not pleasant. <laughs> the Bible said the father that loves the child will correct him. See, if a father doesn't correct the child, he hates that child. Hates that child. Let the wicked man forsake his ways and the righteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God he will abundantly pardon. Continue. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, said the Lord. For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts your thoughts. So this year God is saying we need to change our thoughts and change our ways. But you have to start by changing what? Your thoughts. Your thoughts. You have to identify. This is the way I've been thinking. I need to change it. I've been thinking lower than God's thoughts. God says my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Now, when you're born again, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. But there needs to be a renewer to that mind. To think the way Christ thinks. Thoughts of fear are not thoughts of God. You have to change it. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. You know, when we say fear, people think, oh, when you are screaming, ah, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, this thing is... No, that's not what it's talked about. Certain subtle things are fear. People don't start businesses because they're afraid. They're afraid they're going to lose. They're afraid that they're not going to make it. They're afraid they're not good enough. They're afraid they're not smart enough. They're afraid they don't have enough money, so they don't step out. And that's why they're broke. The people who are stepping out, they're taking the risk, employ those who are too afraid to step out. So the difference is not that one has more money. One is just more bold. Then he says, it starts telling us how to change your thoughts and how to change your life. He says, as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth dot dida. I like King James. But watereth the earth. My, my wife says sometimes I speak in King James, even when I'm writing. Praise God. My own words, I speak in King James language. I like it too. It's very poetic. He said, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud. So what causes the earth to bring forth and bud? Which water is he talking about? 
He said, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth dita, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Next verse. He said, so shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So the word of God is as water that comes forth into a dry land and causes it to bring forth life and to bud and give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And so if you are going to begin to enjoy the life of God, you are going to have to start from the water of life, which is the word of God. So that comes to my message. Faith. For miracles. Faith for healing. So what is faith? Hebrews 11. Quickly, quickly, let's go. Let's go there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was introduction. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. The Bible says verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Uh, the evidence of things not seen. Turn to somebody. Just recite it. Say faith, faith. is the substance, the substance of things hoped for. And the, and the evidence of things not seen. Say it again. Faith, faith is the substance, is the substance of, things of things hoped for. Say it again. Faith, faith is the substance, is the substance of, things hoped for. of things hoped for. Say it again. Faith, faith is the substance, is the substance of, things hoped for. of things hoped for. So ask the person, how do you give substance to your hope? Answer, by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So everything that you have as a hope in your life, what brings it to manifestation, who that gives material to your hope is faith. If you want to be healed, you hope to be healed. The way you are going to bring material reality to your expectation of healing is by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, if you have it in the Good, good News Bible, just put it up. It says, faith is being sure of what you hope for and being certain of the things you cannot see. No, just put it up in the Amplified Version. I think the Amplified tells us a little bit more. And we want to start rounding up. Praise God. But this is supposed to be where the message begins. This was just introduction. It said, now faith is the assurance. The confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for, being the proof, the things of things we do not see, and conviction of their reality. Faith perceives as real fact what is not received or revealed to the senses. That means when you're walking by faith, there are things that are real to you that the man without faith cannot see. It's not real. For faith, there are things that are not perceived to the senses that he operates with. You know, one of the things that happened after Adam sinned was that he, rather say he was separated from God. He lost his his access to the realm of the spirit. He could not see the realities of the spirit realm. So he was sentenced to walking in the five senses. 
And the Bible said those things which are seen come from those things which are not seen. And so because of that, he's operating in the realms of the unseen. Faith allows someone to begin to see into the realm of the unseen and able to bring it into the realm of the seen. Faith does not wait for things to happen externally before it knows it's there. Faith sees it when it has happened in the realm of the spirit and then brings it to the manifestation in the physical. So faith is how you receive from God because God is a spirit. And if you are going to receive from God, you're going to receive it by faith. Now, this is so key. These are fundamental principles. Again, like I said, many people say, well, I have faith. Put your finger there. Just put up these scriptures. We'll look at them very quickly. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. In Mark chapter number 9, the Bible says, put it very quickly, verse 23. This is Mark or Matthew. Put Matthew chapter number 9, 28. Quickly, quickly. Write them down. When he, when he reached the house and went in, the blind men came to him and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. He, then he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, put it in the King James, and trust and reliance on the power invested in me. Be done to you. Put it in King James. Then touched he their eyes. Because we don't have time to read the whole of Amplify. We have a short time. He said, according to your faith, be it unto you. According to whose faith? He said, according to what? Your faith. Your faith. So, how did this man get healed? Was it Jesus that was determined, that determined how he got healed? How did the man get healed? By his faith. So if the man did not have faith to be healed and Jesus was there, would the man be healed? No. no. Jesus said, according to your faith. You know, many people think, well, Jesus, heal me, Jesus, heal, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, if Jesus was here. If Jesus was here, he would still tell you that you are going to be healed how? According to your faith. It's you that determine how you get healed. If you look at all the examples in the scriptures that was mentioned, most of them, if not all of them, their faith was referred to. It's their faith that made them whole. Jesus said to the woman that touched his garment in Mark chapter number 5, he said, he said, your faith has made you whole. He didn't say, I healed you. He said, your faith. Your faith. So if you are wanting to be healed, you are wanting to be released, how are you going to do it? Your faith will make you whole. It's by faith we receive from God. So if you are trying to get God to heal you, what should you be trying to do? What, what should you actually be working on? Your faith. Your faith. You're going to have to build your faith. You have to use your faith. You are going to realize that it's your faith that determines it. God is not holding that. Somebody said, recently, I know God can do it. All you need to do is just move a finger. God did not just move a finger. He came by himself and died on the cross so that you may be healed. All that is left is for us to what? Receive it by faith. Let's look at maybe one or two. Put down this. Uh, uh, in Matthew 21, Jesus Christ spoke to the fig tree and uh, the Bible tells us that they said, uh, how did it happen? He said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say 
that this fig tree be moved and be cast into the sea. Matthew 21. Put it down, 18 to 22. I don't have time to go there. Luke 17. Put it down too. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Mark chapter number 9. Matthew chapter 15, 22 to 28. All these are references where Jesus mentioned their faith, made them well. Matthew chapter number 10. Let's look at Matthew 10. Put Matthew 10, 46 to 52. We'll look at a few more scriptures and we'll close. You're going to receive your healing today. And not only healing, other miracles. You're going to receive your financial breakthrough. No, people come and beg God, beg God, oh God, please, oh God. God has already made provision. So how do you receive it now? By faith. You're going to receive it by faith. And, and what determines how much you receive is how you apply your faith. He said, be it unto you, how? According to your faith. So if your faith is a thousand-year faith, what, what will happen? Be it unto you according to the thousand-year of your faith. If your faith is a millionaire faith, what's going to happen? Be it according to the millionaire of your faith. <laughs> and people think it's up to God. Oh, well, God, just wave a wand. The truth is that it's by faith, from faith, faith to last. Hallelujah. Matthew 10, 46. Quickly, quickly. Matthew chapter 10. Verse 4, 6. Not 3, 6. You have 3, 6 up. 4, 6. There's no 46. Oh, did I get the wrong one? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blind Bartimaeus. Is this Mark 10? Look, look, look at that. Mark 10, 46. I wanted to look at Mark Blind Bartimaeus. Mark 10, 46. Thank you. Yeah, my handwriting is like a doctor's handwriting. Uh, I, have, I need interpretation of tongues sometimes. Or interpretation of writing. <laughs> 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude of people, blind Matthias, the son of Timaeus, sat by the wayside, begging. Some people are begging. And when he heard that he was, it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David. Have mercy on me. And many charged him and he, that he should hold his peace. But he cried out the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought. And they came and they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise. And he called thee. And he, and he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith had made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. So how did blind Bartimaeus get healed? By faith. We say, but Jesus healed him. Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. The Bible said, ten leopards came and, and Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. And, and they went and they got healed. As they were, one of them came back and said, said they're giving thanks. Jesus turned around and said, go, your faith has made you whole. It was their faith that made them whole. 
If you look at Mark chapter number uh, 6, the Bible says Jesus went to Nazareth and he could not do many miracles because of their unbelief. The same thing in Mark chapter number 9 and Matthew, I think 17. The Bible says that, that, that when they brought this young boy to the disciples and they prayed and prayed and they could not heal him. And they asked, why could we not heal him? Jesus Christ said, because of your unbelief. So it is faith that is required to receive from God. And faith is not a responsibility of God. And that's why many of the prayers that people are praying, begging God to do the miracle... It's misplaced. And that's one reason we don't see too many miracles. It takes faith. So what, what is faith again? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Go to Romans chapter number 10 and I'll round up with this. So how does faith come? The Bible said faith comes by what? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter number 10. So if you are going to get healed, if you are going to get a miracle, the first thing you want to do is to pay attention to God's word. Faith doesn't come because you cry long. Faith doesn't come because you beg God. Faith comes because you pay attention. The Bible said my word is like water. It comes and it will bring life to a dry ground and cause it to bring forth seed. So if you pay attention to God's word, you incline your ear to God's word, faith will come. And when faith comes, you will receive your healing. You will receive your healing. And many times, the word of God, God comes to change the way we think and the way we act. In short, the Bible says, faith regards as reality those things which are not seen. The natural five senses is waiting for the physical to know that it's real. Faith already can see it in the realm of the spirit. For the man by faith, the word of God is more real than how you feel or what you can see. That's why uh, Paul will say in, in 1 Corinthians, we walk by faith and not by sight. So one of the things I want us to begin to see as we're discussing the faith, the fundamentals of faith again, is that faith comes by what? By hearing. And faith allows you to begin to see the reality of the word of God as compared to the natural realities. And that is where many times people miss it because they are trying to walk by faith by their senses. How I feel what I see, what looks like. In 2 Corinthians 4, 8, put it, 18, put it up. The Bible says, Why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Because the things which are seen are subject to change, but the things which are not seen are eternal. A man who is walking by faith, the word of God becomes your reality. So, if you are walking by faith, you are not walking by your senses. You are walking by the dictates of God's word. And you are not just trying for it to happen. It becomes real to you. It becomes real. You know, again, this is a simple fundamental principle of faith. So many people miss it here because... We have been trained to walk by senses, the five senses. How do you know you are rich? Your bank account says so. 
How do you know you are rich? Uh, your, they say, what's your net worth? And people calculate all they have, they can see, and minus all they owe, and say, this is their net worth. That's what people think their net worth is. And they operate from that premise. How do you know you are well? People look at their physical body, how they feel. But the truth is that if you begin to hear God's word, hear God's word, certain things begin to become real to you that is not real to the natural man. And that begins to enable you operate in a different dimension. The dimension of faith. That's why if you receive God's word consigning your health, the word of God is more real than how you feel. Now, this is not you trying to psych yourself and say, okay, let me just act as if I will. No, no. The word of God becomes your reality. You, you know that you know that you know. You are not trying to be convinced. Sometimes people look at you as crazy. But you are walking by faith. One time my wife was there. I went to the doctor. They said, there's a problem with you. I said, no. Your instruments are wrong. They called three doctors. They said, you need to do this. And I said, no. I don't need that. See, you can't walk away from me. I said, I'm walking away from here. Well, I don't need a doctor. They said, they were looking at me like, are you crazy? I was not like I'm trying to be rude. I was not afraid. I knew what the word of God said. And I've received it. Why I have some other people who the doctor says, you are healed. They say, doctor, check again. There's something wrong. Check. This doctor doesn't know what he's doing. Let's go do another x-ray here. The Bible says, and the expectation, and they eventually find what they are looking for. Say, ask and you shall seek. You shall find. So they are operating the word of God. Now, it, it, it looks dangerous to many people. How can you, how can you do that? You just, that's reckless. I know pastors, where many faith preaching pastors tell you, you know, especially men, you, you don't like to go to checkup. Make sure you do your checkup before it gets worse. Well, that's a good advice for the natural man. That's a good advice for the natural man. But the one who is walking by the faith of the word of God already knows that Jesus by himself bore all our sin, all our sickness, and all our disease. And by his strength, we were healed. And you're not going to get that by just trying to fill it up. You're going to get it by what? By hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you keep hearing the word of God, a time will come. When those physical things are not as real to you, you're walking by faith and not by sight. But some, the, the services are just 30 minutes. You can't even teach a verse of scripture. Because 15 minutes for praise and worship, 5 minutes to take the offering. Then you try to preach a word for 10 minutes. Bible says faith comes by what? By hearing. Let me ask you, if you, you see a desert, I mean, if you have gone, flown across the desert, it's dry. 
If you want to plant trees upon that desert, how many times do you think it has to rain? You think you just go there and pour a cup of water and then you plant it and it starts growing? What do you think has to happen? It has to what? It has to rain and rain and rain and rain until the soil becomes changed and then it begins to have life. The Bible said the soil went to sow and there were different kinds of seed and it's talking about the conditions of men had. He said some is just like the wayside. Nothing enters. It just comes. He doesn't understand it and it's taken away. He said some is like the hardened ground. He said they, they are excited in church. They say preach it brother but they are not consistent. They do not stay. They get offended. They get tripped up and where they ought to be somebody comes and takes them away. Somebody say follow me, follow me. I don't why are you in that church and they leave their secure place and then they become like the tree that grows for a season and dries up from the root. Why some others they are in church, they go there sometimes but there are things in their life they will not let go and he said we choke the word of God and it will not produce results and some people think the problem is I don't know why the word of God is working. Every seed of God's word has power to produce the result and if it's not producing the result it's not that the word doesn't work. It's that people's heart conditions have not aligned themselves to God's word and that's why I'm telling you if you hear God's word. If you hear God's word, he said, the word that comes out of my mouth shall not return back to me void. He said, it shall prosper in that which I send it. You may be hearing it now, hearing it now, hearing it now, hearing it now. It looks like it's not working. But I'm telling you the truth. The water of God's word is coming upon you and it's preparing your heart. He said, it's like the rain that comes down from heaven and it will not return back void. But it comes and produces plant that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And that's why you have to stay where the word of God is. And once you're hearing and hearing and hearing, I will guarantee you your miracle is sure. Somebody say hallelujah! A miracle is sure. Your healing is sure. Your prosperity is sure. Your deliverance is sure. And the Bible says, even if it looks like it, it tarries, it said, wait on it. It shall not tarry. So he said, I will set myself upon the watch. I will set myself on the tower. I will pay attention to what God is saying to me. I will not play around with the word of God. I will incline my ear to the saying of God's word. And the Bible says that then you will live by faith. Some people just visit the word of God. And they don't live by faith. And they begin to operate under a cause. Because their heart departs from the living God. They're walking by the law. God is going to distinguish in this season people who are walking by faith and people who are not. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just like he distinguished you know, Israel, he would distinguish people who are walking by faith. The time you spend studying the word. The psalmist said, I almost, I almost got discouraged. I almost slept. I've been wondering. I've been in the house of God. I gave up my television, even Super Bowl Sunday, to come to church. And the other guys are cursing anybody. The other guys are walking out and look like they're doing good. He said, no. He said, they are, they are in slippery places. Eventually, that which they have been suffering for shall be transferred to the hand of the righteous. And you will walk in perfect health. Because the word of God is life to those that find them. 
and healing to all their flesh. And if you can believe, the Bible says, all things are possible to him that believes. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their oppression. Listen, if, if we would spend more time teaching, studying, believing, confessing, building our faith, we have more, more supernatural living, more supernatural financially and health-wise. People would receive healing. Many times what I do now, I mean, not just now, I've been doing it for a long time. People come and say, Pastor, I'm dealing with this. I just give them scriptures. Some want me to oh lay hands, just like the, the, uh, the Syrian said. I thought he would lay hands. I thought he would swing his hand and call the name of a God. I just said, read this word. Give them a message to read. Sometimes somebody says, Father, Pastor, I'm going through financial challenge. I say, okay, listen to this set of messages. They say, just pray, just pray. Just. The Bible says, it's the prayer of faith. You could call and call and call and shout and scream and nothing happens. And some people, because of that, they don't even attend prayer meetings. There are many who are praying, the Bible says, like the heathen, thinking that they will be heard by much repetitions. What's the prayer of faith? Faith is what causes the result. And that's why you have to grow in faith. And faith comes by what? I said faith comes by what? So when you are in your car, put on the word of God. Listen. It's changing the way you think. Put on the word of God. When you are home, instead of after watching, you know, uh, 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 news for 30 minutes, put on the word of God. I'm not saying you can't watch news. There are some good news channels. Right? But you have to be full of God's word. You have to be full of God's word. Because faith comes by what? By hearing. The Bible says those who walk miracles, they do it by the hearing of faith. You can hear it so much that you get up and walk. Now sometimes again, it doesn't happen overnight. You know when I read Kenneth Higgins' testimony, I thought it, this happens in, the, in, in a few weeks until I began to listen to some of his details. He said he, he was paralyzed. He had incurable diseases. I think, I think five doctors reputable in their, in their area said nobody that had this disease has ever passed the age of 16. And he was a young man. His pastor did not believe in divine healing. Nobody he knew believed in divine healing. So you think that he was condemned. But he began to read the Bible. He thought because he was so weak, he couldn't read from Genesis. So he started from the New Testament. Just 16 years old. People think, oh, he's a child. No! If you are 12 years, you need to get in the Word, get yourself to understand the Word, and receive your miracle by faith. Can't ride on your parents' feet all the time. And he began to study the word of God and read and got to a point where the Bible says that by faith you are healed. Talked about Mark 11, 23, 24. And began to say, Well, the faith will make so some the faith will make you whole. If it's faith, then faith hasn't been done away with. And he said it was, it was, uh, I think it was in November, he caught to, to a point where he realized that according to the word of God, he's healed. So he began to declare I'm healed. He said it took till August the next year. That was the first time I was hearing that before he stood out of his bed. He believed as far back as November. But as he was declaring I'm healed, I'm healed. One day he heard in his heart, if you are healed, then act like you are healed. He said, but I'm still paralyzed. He said, but I thought he said you are healed. 
He said, yeah, I'm healed. He said, then act like he, he was paralyzed from his waist down. Couldn't, he hadn't felt anything. He had to use his hand to push his leg off the bed. This was not, and he had been bedridden for about 16 months. And his legs fell like wood on the side of his bed. 16 years old. Nobody prayed for him. In short, the pastor prayed that God, it will soon end. He should get ready to go to heaven. People say, oh, I blame the person who taught me. Nobody taught him. It was by his faith. He turned his leg, put it on the side, and grabbed something and pushed himself up. The first time he said he felt pain in his leg. That it was so much pain, the only thing that he was so glad he could feel anything. And then he started to walk. And even when he was walking, the family told him, don't walk, you're going to faint. You're too slim. You're too thin. Dead uh, bones just walking. Lazarus, they laughed at him. The, the teacher wrote him and said, listen, you don't have to come to school. You can, anytime you... Every day, he woke up and went to school. Because he knew that if he starts drawing back, he was going to fall back to sickness. People just think it's just one day. I believe I receive. Where is it? It's not there. I don't know what's happening. It was a consistent life of faith. They just live by faith. The first day you declare you are healed doesn't mean all the symptoms cease. You believe it. You agree and begin to act rejoicing that you are healed. And eventually all the symptoms will go. Many people come, you are prayed for them and say, do you believe? Yeah, I believe I'm healed. Then they get back to the back and say, it didn't work. It didn't work. I thought it was going to work today. I don't know. Maybe I'll come. It's, your, it's not the pastor's faith that determines you able to receive. You have to receive it by your faith. You have to begin to believe even when you don't see it because the word of God says so. And if you can base your faith on the word of God, you are guaranteed to get the result. Even if it doesn't happen instantly, Bible says wait on it. The same thing with your finances. People say, well, I don't know. I've been so into I've been declaring I'm rich. It's working. The faith of God is working. That's how one day. Somebody say hallelujah. One day, things will just change. Come. Because I could keep going. Remember in Africa, I was declaring prosperity, pushing my car, and then we were laughing. Where are you going to get a real job? Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. Then one day, (laughs) we were gone. One day, all the things that people were thinking was going to take a long time happened in a matter of days. We were translated. (laughs) We were translated out of not just a physical condition. We were translated out of a spiritual condition. We are translated out of a continent by the word of God. We did nothing, naturally speaking, to do what we did, to get us out, the grace of God, the things we had been confessing, believing, releasing our faith for. Bible says when the crowd is full of rain, it pours down upon. So I want to say that don't give up your faith. Amen. 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 Not in the area of your finances, not in the area of your health. The Bible says by the strike, you were healed. God is not trying to heal you. He already did. Now what you need to do is what? Receive it. Believe that you have it. And you receive it by hearing the word of God. Just close your eyes and bow your Father, we thank you. We thank you.
We thank you that we're building our faith on your word. Your word is coming forth. We are, we are, we are, we incline our ears. We incline our hearts. We change the way we think. We don't walk by the law, we walk by grace. We receive your word with meekness. Your word says that when we eat your flesh and drink your blood, that the life of Christ flows through us. We apply our faith to the communion. And if you are sick in any part of your body, if you are watching online, just put your hand on your chest or raise, stretch your hand towards the screen. The healing power of God is coming. The Bible says that the prayer of faith will save the sick. The Lord will raise him up. And if he had committed any sins, he shall be forgiven them. And as I pray, believe that you receive it. You have a responsibility to receive it. You have. Believe it. Don't wait until you see it before you know. Believe God's word. Make it a point of to that from today you know it is done. And if you believe it, the Bible says you see it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I stand against every manner of sickness and disease. Satan, lose your grip and hold. By the stripes of Jesus, we, we are healed. So I command every pain, cease right now. Every stronghold, be broken right now. Every disease, be loosed right now. I say you are healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I come against every demonic oppression, every spirit of death, every spirit of disease. Loose your hand. In the name of Jesus. Let the anointing of Christ break every yoke. With somebody you have been having a neck issue. It looks like it may even be arthritis of the neck. Strap sharp pains. You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. Yeah, I can also feel someone had had a pain in the waist area. Marite Pondelitos. Just receive your healing. God is calling it so that you will know that he knows what it is you are believing for. And even if he doesn't call it, you can base your faith on the word of God. You are healed. You are healed. And if you are watching online, just release your faith and claim that which you are believing for. Miracles are happening right now. Right now, lungs be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed, receive it by your faith. Be made whole. Believe it. It's yours. It's, it's yours. Yes. Get up from your wheelchair. Stand up and walk. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. The healing power of God has been released through the gospel. Now we receive it right now. But I will thank you for every kind of impediment is broken. As we take communion, we receive eternal life. Not one is sick amongst us. Not one is weak. In Jesus' name. We trust that you are blessed by the message. To listen and hear more, catch us at 1130 on Sunday mornings on YouTube or Facebook at Love Foundation Christian Center. If you have any additional questions or just want to learn more about the church, feel free to contact us at lovefoundcc at gmail.com or visit our website at lovefoundationusa.org. Thanks for listening.